Jesus Christ, you people suck. Wow. Wolverine on a N4G Radio. This is episode 627 for November 16th, 2020. And there's no more countdown. It's finally here. The next generation of video games has begun. Yeah, but they don't count. Thanks. I'm kidding. Here <laughs> we'll go. Uh, but on the show this week, as you heard, we have a Mr. John W. Hello. We've got Anthony. Big ups, bruv. Oh, God. And we've got the Wombat 2. Electric Boogaloo. That's right. That's right. Yeah, uh, we are here. It's it's an interesting mix. There's, there's, a, there's a Venn diagram of new console ownage. Unfortunately, Anthony, you are in a in the section of Venn diagram that doesn't have Does either. <laughs> That's oh, not... bless you. Yeah. Oh, I'm not worried. To be fair, we've—I I think it's been said that I don't as as much fun as getting a new console is. I think this this time it's not—it's it's not exactly um, imperative that you get one straight it's, away. It's not, but if you don't buy one, don't play somebody else's because you totally will not want to go back and play the old ones no more. <laughs> True story. Because holy right. shit, but we'll we'll get into that. Let's go ahead and start with Anthony to talk about video games, because I think the rest of us are just going to talk about new yeah, consoles. Pretty much that's when I'll tune out. Um, no one <laughs> gives a shit about what I've been playing anyways. Hey, I finished Watch Dogs Legion. I wouldn't yeah. like rush out and grab that right now, but like, I mean, it's good. I'll, I'm writing my review currently. Um, There's a back of the box quote for you. No, the back Anthony of the box on quote, N4G Radio says it's good. You missed it, but here's my back of the box quote. This won't be anybody's favorite Watchdogs. Huh. <laughs> um, I don't think you, they'll be. I don't think they'll be using that. Yeah, no, I don't either. <sighs> if you really liked two, this game plays a lot like two. So if the gameplay of two is what attracted you to two, which I can't imagine that's why you liked two over one. Then, like, hey, this plays like that, but the tone is more like Watch Dogs 1. So, once again, a lot of reliance on using your drone, which is, in this case, the spider bot, which is awesome, but you can almost do everything with it. So, a lot of the time, you can just not enter a place. Kind of defeats the purpose of having characters that can blend in with security and stuff. Um, and, and it also negates the point of any of the other upgrades. There's like a stun fist that allows you to knock out guys with one punch, 
Why would you ever choose that? You just send in the spider bot, and if it gets destroyed, you just wait until it recharges, and you send out another one. Um, it, it's just like, yeah, the, the tone in this game is like one, but it doesn't really play like one because, again, you have the drone. So I don't think it's as good as the, like, the, the hole is not as good as the places where it sources all of its parts. I think Watch Dogs 2 is the more fun game to play overall, but I'd still go back to Watch Dogs 1 because I like the gameplay and story. Like, the characters in 2 are fun, but there is no characters here. So I don't know what they were thinking with it fully. It's not a bad game. It's just when you have the option between... And out of Ubisoft alone, when you have the option of waiting for Immortals, which is like we said before the show, we even started a terrible name um, or, uh, or Assassin's Creed. This is not the game I would choose in hindsight. Like I, this would have, this was the game I was looking forward to all year and playing it. I'm not like horribly disappointed. It's still good. It's just, I can't suggest this to anyone in terms of spending a lot of money right now, because if, I think this has still got the old pricing scheme. I don't think Ubisoft games have increased. No, there it was sixty. It was sixty bucks when I bought it. Right. So I, I know you can buy the last gen version for less money sometimes, but I think even no. the new gen version. No, it's well. I mean, if you're buying it like on a sale, but I bought yeah. it digitally off the store, and it's okay. fifty nine ninety nine. So yeah, in in terms of like buying a new release, this isn't one I'd wait for a sale. Excuse me, with your new console. Oh, bless you. Bless you. Um, it's uh, again, it's a good game. Uh, I, you know, if I paid for it, I would have gotten my money's worth. It's not. It's just. It's one of those things where it's like, this is not going to fully appease fans of one or two, and there's better open world games right now out there from this same company. Um, well, I will say the ray tracing is very beautiful. I mean, the game looks pretty even on uh, the old Xbox One. Um, It's not a bad-looking game. Uh, There is a variety in missions. Uh, There's a ton of missions. Like, if if all you want is quantity with a lower focus on quality, they're all good. It's just, you know, they aren't going to all blow you away. There's a ton of missions in this. They're almost infinite amount because you can just keep recruiting people and letting people go. but again, I don't think it's going to be as satisfying as the Assassin's Creed that's coming out or Immortals. But if you want like a current sort of modern day-ish place, I mean, it takes in place in a more futuristic society, but um, this is one of those. You can drive around, steal cars and all that. Um, you know, I, I, I'm leaving it for now because I just finished it today. There's Again, there's a lot there. So... Um, maybe I'll feel differently about it later, but as it stands right now, it's good. Um, otherwise, uh, you know, I was playing, um, uh, what's it called? Sunset Overdrive for Phoenix Down. That's a game. Uh, my thoughts are there. Um, I got to finish it. I think we'll be trying to finish it this week. And... Tetris Effect Connected. I have not played the multiplayer version yet, but I popped that on in the uh, Xbox because it's on Game Pass. 
Uh, wow, the vibration is way stronger in the Elite controller. Um, the multiplayer apparently is cooperative against an AI. Um, not really sure how it works, but my friend was really excited to tell me because he's a big Tetris fan. Uh, I will say this. If you're playing Tetris Effect and you think, wow, I'm really good at Tetris, you need to get into the master mode. I think you have to finish the story first, but master mode is what I love playing on that game. It's still Tetris Effect. It's fantastic, even outside of VR. Um, I, I, um, I started playing that because it's a part of Game Pass, and um, I had played it on the... To be fair, I had played it on the, the PS4 uh, when it was originally released, but it just reminded me how soothing that game can be but also how incredibly um like stressful it can be at the same time it's such a pretty game and Have just you... that sound is sort of washes over you it's really really well done but then obviously at the same time when it starts ramping up it starts ramping up you you just kind of you lose it for a bit because I, I often found myself sort of like panicking um, as you do with Tetris occasionally. the um, There's one level in particular that I remember the first time through on the PS4, like, I started panicking, and it's the one that's like the fire bricks come down. It's almost like chanting music. Oh, well, um, and then the, the image is those people... Um, around uh, the, bowing around down. the fire. Yeah. Yeah, that, that is... Yeah, I think, if I remember rightly, that was the first time. That's when it started ramping up, because it's. I think it's like on the... Not the first set of levels, but the second set, and I think that's where um it starts ramping up difficulty. Um, but the music's really good for that. Um, yeah, I such again, you're panicking. The music's feeding into that, but also I think it because it's got this good mix of like you start off and it's like this soothing sound. It does some of the 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 sound effects, some of the, yeah, the just audio. Did, 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 did. And it's just like it's I don't know it's it's like just relaxing. But then it'll throw in one of those types of levels where things start pumping up, and it it reminds you eh, this is a Tetris game, and we can be a bit tricky. And 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 then it then pulls you back and takes you and gives you a bit of a rest. I found so I yeah, it's a really really well thought out game. Have you uh, ever jumped into the extra modes, the effect no, modes? No, no, I think no, 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 you oh, need yeah. to. You need to go in. Um, I want to say it's in its own menu, but it, I really do suggest everybody try master mode. That if you want, like, no, like there's no rest there. It all the bricks basically are already at the bottom, and you have a little bit of time to shift them. And that is basically the best version of that we can easily get of Tetris Grandmaster. And holy shit, I love that. Um, I hope that there's a versus mode. I haven't again, I haven't checked. I'm waiting for my friend and I to have time to play together. Um, are you playing it on the Xbox? Yes. Yeah, yeah, it's connected for a reason. No, but I mean, there is the the the. I know that there's a mode that is cooperative against the AI, where everybody tries to get into the zone where it slows down time. The auto zone. Do you want that cough from the back of the? uh, the, the comedy club, Ken? Or... <laughs> um, I'm sure that doesn't it have a like you know the um, 
Switch version of the Tetris. Um, it doesn't what? have that. Oh, do, I thought it did. No, it does, that's similar. That, no, it's uh, not like uh, Tetris uh, Battle Royale. Um, okay. That's for sure. Um, speaking of Tetris, the other game, the only other game I've played this week is a Game Boy Color game. So again, really with the times, everybody. Um, <laughs> but it's a Magical Tetris Challenge, which was um, a Capcom made Tetris game starring Disney characters. That um, can't be any good. Okay, that's actually amazing. Okay. Um, wow. The the N sixty four version had like just kind of Tetris, but what's interesting about this is that it's sort of like an RPG. You walk around and you challenge different characters, and you're trying to find the right characters to give you all the tokens so you can enter like the main competition. And so you walk around, but then you're like, "Oh, we're, we're doing a direct." head-to-head Tetris, and then you fight someone else and they're doing magical Tetris, which is where the rules are slightly different, and you can get, like, a five-piece long Tetris. So it's... Oh, God, I can't remember what it's called. Um, Pentris. So it's, like, five rows together. Um, That's an abomination. There's a signal mode where you have to change, like, these lights that are at the bottom of the stage, which... It's really hard to get a grasp on, but once you do, you're like, okay, I can easily do this. Um, I, I really like it. I found like a full inbox copy for $30, and so I've been playing that when I'm just lying down or whatever. And that's it. Listen, let's just get to the point. I've killed enough time. Everybody wants to talk about the new consoles. Go ahead and fucking do it. There's new consoles out? Yes. I haha. Uh, <coughs> Back at the comedy club. <laughs> I'm going to get those all day. Well, yeah, there are two brand new consoles out. We're going to talk a lot about them. Um, and neither are the Intellivision Amico. I'm, I am disappointed. All right. Just well, the Intellivision Amico does not it's have... It's never coming out. It does yep. not have an NVMe SSD drive in it. So Technically, it doesn't even have a console as it stands. So <laughs> You can take your loading times and shove them. Because, holy cow, John, do you want to do you want to start off with the Xbox and then Ryan and I can switch over to the PlayStation? So yeah, I mean that's um, it's a beast. Um, so I've got the Xbox Series X. Um, I will say that um, I was very impressed with the level of detail in the packaging the packaging Um, is a stupid thing to talk about but it is very nice yeah i mean uh, i mean for something that gets thrown out you open it up and well you've got these pull tabs that you pull you open it up and straight away you've got your xbox x front series x front and center it's wrapped up in this black matte kind of protective um material i don't know even know what it is it's like i don't know plasticky type thing um but not it's anyway it's relevant it's packed up nicely it's got a, a cardboard banner around it that basically says power your dreams um and you pull it out and you instantly i mean if if anyone's ever picked up an xbox uh one x you it's the same feeling that i had where it it's felt very dense. dense. Yeah. It felt like every single square 
millimetre of the inside of that box is full to the brim with technology. And that's what this feels like. Um, so it's a bit it's a bit hefty, but it's nice and uh, straightforward. And um, what I will say is setting it up was incredibly simple. It's done via the app on your phone. So you download the Xbox app. And what's really, really cool is you, I plugged it in, got it all set up and went through the startup process. And whilst I'm putting in the details on the app, so whilst I'm logging in with my uh, Xbox account when I'm uh, picking my preferences and things like that, the the Xbox is downloading an update. So it's it's got an day one patch ready to go and it's downloading now. I'm messing around on my phone, filling in the bits and pieces I need to fill in. By the time that's done, the download's pretty much done and you're ready to go. Um, that's really cool. I like that idea of having setting it up from your phone. Not only does that um, link your phone and the app to the Xbox, but also means that you can do that whilst the uh, the Xbox is updating itself, um, saving a little bit of time. It's nice and seamless, I would say. Um, and then just, I mean, if you've used an Xbox, you know how this works. There is no real difference. It's faster. So the menus getting through from top to bottom, uh, when you open up your game library, especially if you've got a few on there, is always a little bit sluggish. They've done lots of work to improve it over the years. And the Xbox One dashboard was so much better than it was when it originally started. Um, but this is no different other than the fact that it's faster. So you're getting in and out of menus a lot more quickly. What is different, however, are things like the quick resume feature. So this thing is, it's really odd. It's not something that should be a headline. But, oh my God, you notice it when you're actually using it. Like switching between games is seamless. You're going from one game, whether it's a, a, an X or S um, enhanced game, or whether it's an old uh, 360 game, it doesn't matter what you're switching between. The, the game state is kept in the cache. And so you are literally going from one to the other. Quick resume really is quick resume. I was so surprised at how how good that works. Um, and to the point where I was testing some games out, as you do, there's some games. Like, for example, one of the games I wanted to finish up on, but I couldn't on my Xbox X, was Borderlands, the Game of the Year edition. Because oh, wow, that game! Uh, not to not to jump out of your conversation, but that game, the upgrades that they did for that game, Chef's Kiss, man, holy shit! <laughs> but so I was I I had bought Borderlands Game of the Year Edition. This is the first one, obviously the re-release they they released last year. I bought that, but there was a I had a glitch with it, and it would shut the console down. It would say it was overheating, even though it wouldn't. I couldn't. And this, this was, bearing in mind, I'd played, I'd finished the main campaign. This only started happening um, as I started to go into some of the DLC that was included in the pack. Um, so I never got a chance to finish it. So I thought, you know what, I'm going to fire it up on here and I'm going to um, I'm gonna try and finish it, see if I've got the same problems. So the I think I um, opened it the first, on Tuesday when I got the machine and didn't play it. This weekend, yesterday, I started, I opened it up again and it quick resumed. Literally straight in. 
that's that's amazing. That's like I'd played games in between. Yeah, it's incredible. Quick resume is a cool feature that I will never use personally, but I think it's neat. I absolutely was taken aback by by that, especially if you've got a game. It's different different for you, Ken, because your your kind of comfort game is Overwatch, and Quick Resume will never really work for Overwatch because it's got to connect to a server. So yeah, if, it'll disconnect me as soon as I switch games. Exactly. So for you, you're not getting that benefit. But for me, Binding of Isaac is my comfort game, which isn't an online game, so it doesn't connect. So I can be playing anything, and I'll go straight into it if I want to, and it's. A, a, a feature that I didn't even think about that's really, really cool. Um, the other thing that stood out for me was the controller. The It's it's really strange because it, it feels new, but it feels the same at the same time. I don't know if you've felt this, Ken, but obviously you're not, they're not going to mess about with it too much because um, why would you? It it's worked and it's yeah. just an improvement on what came before. But the D pad is a hell of a lot better, um, and it's got a nice feel to it, a nice grip to it. I also feel that I think the the stems on the uh, the sticks are slight. I mean, very very slightly taller, and I don't know that gives it a bit more give on it and makes it feel a little bit more. I don't know. Um, responsive. I also yeah, the, don't know the... Yeah, the Xbox Series X controller is the epitome of we took something that was good and we made minor tweaks to it across the board that mm. when you're looking at it, the only thing you notice is like, oh, look, it's a different D-pad. But you're right. So the sticks are definitely a little higher. The The textured grip helps. The right mm. and left bumpers are more pronounced. Yep. Um, and the the response time you're noticing is that all xbox series x controllers you notice how you got an update when you turn your system on yes for the controller they use a special system in them that reduces the lag from when you press a button on the controller to the system recognizing it and currently it's only available in series x controllers they are rolling out uh, patches for xbox one controllers next year that will get this same upgrade, but it actually does. I tested it on obviously the game that I've got thousands of hours in, and I was literally just like rolling people Saturday night. Like the response time is, it may be milliseconds, but those milliseconds when you're trying to nail down a yeah, with precision headshot, I mean it's it's huge, it's huge difference. So I was super impressed with the with the controller. Um, as for the games that I've played that are enhanced, I guess um, uh, the main one was Assassin's Creed. Uh, I, I, unlike you, Ken, I didn't play this before. Oh, God. Um, before the, because obviously you had a review copy, so you you played it on the, the a little bit of it on the, the original Xbox. Um, I played it only on the Xbox Series X, and that, I, I'm blown away, blown away by the performance of that game. That I mean, from from the the 60 frames per second. That I mean, again, um, I'm sure Digital Foundry will do something and and analyze it. But there was never any massive drops for me. It felt like it was holding it pretty much all the time. The 4K visuals with HDR on my new TV looks 
fucking amazing. Um, we need to talk about that game. We... <laughs> I have two problems with that game. Well, there's a um, problem with that game if you don't own a extremely new TV. Oh, okay. Yeah, well, I'm talking and, about two problems with the narrative of that game, but um, oh no, I don't. I don't want to go into that game because I know Wombat's a big Assassin's Creed guy, so I don't yeah. want to talk anything about the story in that game. Oh no, it's not story. It's it's okay. So I'll get this out of the way with first. I am, um, I, as I mentioned to you last week. Um, this game takes place where I live. When they yes. come over to the UK, they go to the east of England. You come into the east of England, which um, it's got these beautiful, the first thing you see, these beautiful vistas with these massive, big, huge mountains in the background. And if anyone has ever been to the east of England, they know that the east of England is flatter than a plate of piss. There is zero mountains in East Anglia at all. All Lincolnshire, where you also start off, there's none. And that that bugged me. But that's artistic license, I'm sure, because mountains and things looks nicer than flat ground. But um, that was well, my I, biggest I wanna, pet peeve. Yeah, I want to talk about problem with this game if you don't have a nice new TV. Oh, so yeah. you be, you be soft... Yeah, Ubisoft is stubborn. Let's just say that. And they forced um, Assassin's Creed Valhalla to run at a native 4K 60 on the Series X. And in doing so, if you do not have a TV a TV that supports variable refresh rate, that game screen tears every fucking second. Really? Oh, oh my, my t- luckily, my new TV has very yeah. refresh rate, so I've never it, noticed. Yeah, if you don't have it, which I do not, Shit. that game screen tears. Co- like, I've seen people on Twitter are like, look, I can't play this until you fix it. That's, wow. Yeah, and the thing is, is on the PS5, they did not force it at a native 4K, so it runs fine. Yeah. It just downsamples the resolution. Well, dynamic resolution has been is what they've been doing for a lot of these um, mid tier consoles. So I'm surprised they didn't do that for the Xbox. Series I don't know X if it's well. I don't know if it's Microsoft being like we have to say it's native 4K, so we're better than Sony. No, fuck that. Fix the game. Put a patch out that lets it scale dynamic resolution because the screen tearing it normally That's doesn't bother me. Like if there's a little bit here and a little bit there. But this is literally like every time you turn the camera. Wow. I'm so it's... glad I got a new TV. Yeah, I'm not paying $2,000 for my game to work. Well, I, I just... didn't pay that much for my TV. But... No, I'm not. I'm not buying a new TV. No. Say no. That. You only like to pay $2 for your TV. I understand. Hey, I spent too much on TVs before I got a $2 TV. Not my fault. But I will say that that game... Um, we were speaking last week about how much of the um, futuristic stuff's going to be in there. Um, I don't know how, how much more you've played, Ken, but that doesn't, you don't even get any of that until after you've left Norway. Um, it's not even until you get the, the title card. No, no, that's it. You, you, play, um, you, you play pretty much 
through the, all of the tutorials and the opening prologue essentially before you even get into it um, <laughs> yeah that was that was the way with odyssey too there were yeah. you played a ton of odyssey before you got the title card but i am very let's be fair, the the tutorial to the title card is is anywhere from three to like five hours so yeah, yeah. <laughs> i'm very pissed about the fact that although i'm sure they, they tried they didn't get the same actor to play sean hastings um and I, although that can be forgiven you can't always actors aren't always available um they've changed his attitude because he used to be quite a bit of a sarcastic mofo in when desmond was about um and he's not that anymore and i'm kind of disappointed because he was a bit of an arsehole but um they've changed his character slightly but um it is nice to see it link because i don't think as for, at least from where i've played up to in the previous games that those uh, both Becca and Sean from the previous trilogy, you know, from well from the the Desmond era, um, they hadn't been introduced much um, other than very briefly in Black Flag. So um, it was nice to see them back. But I'm enjoying it so far. I think the combat is really good. I think the I like the um, I like the skill system it looks like it's it reminds me a lot of the um sphere grid from final fantasy <laughs> um without the grid part or the, the spheres but it kind of has that kind of <laughs> where i you, mean okay, I hold on. it's like the spheres sphere grid without the spheres or well, the no, it's grid, but it's it well visually it's the same kind of thing though it's like you unlock nodes as you go along and those nodes branch off and then open up oh. to more nodes and things like so that like a so, level tree well yeah i'm just saying i'm <laughs> why would you go to but, final fantasy 10 too? because that's it it reminded me of that you'll see what i mean when you see it i i get where he's coming from if, you, if you've seen it it, it makes sense it it's, okay, it's as similar as long as he's not losing his mind every no, no, uh, final fantasy i'm not quite that old yet not that, not yet. But um, I'm, I'm again. I'll, I'll keep this brief because we're talking consoles here. Um, I'm enjoying it very much. So, um, the character's really good. I've gone with a female, um, Ava, and she's badass. And um, yeah, I'm liking it so far. The other game that I and this is a, a bit of a rant as well. The other game that I have attempted to play this weekend, but have zero hours in. Um. Is an old game, but I thought I'd get it now that the new one's out. I got Modern Warfare from last year. Now, that game, to play it, is harder than it really needs to be. So I bought it digitally because I got, is, um, I got a code for it. And so I bought it, and I went to go and download it, and I'm thinking, well, where is it? I've just bought it. I've got, I've redeemed the key. I couldn't find it anywhere. Um, then I realised that, oh, oh, hang on, you've got, you've got to download Warfare, um, because it's linked to Call of Duty Warfare. In actual, you fact, mean Warzone? Warzone, sorry. In actual fact, the icon for it is a big Call of Duty Warzone with a tiny little text that says Modern Warfare on it. So that's yeah, why yeah. I didn't even notice it. So yeah. I download that. Right, okay, let's get going. Install single-player content. What? 
Yeah, we we talked about this back when the game was out. It's a fucking mess. And it has not become any better. It's I have to install, and bear in mind, I have yet to play this fucking thing yet. I had to install two campaign sections, two data pack sections. That's just to play the single player, and totals about 40 gig. Then, when I want to play multiplayer, there are three multiplayer add-ons that you've got to download then two special ops now that that's available two special ops bits you've got to download and a high resolution pack yep what a joke well they do that so people can delete the pieces that they don't want instead of just what you should do is just choice yeah how about you keep war war zone separate and just have modern warfare surely that's free anyways yeah, yes. it's free. Yeah, I don't understand why it's in, why it's attached. <laughs> but that, I mean, the whole thing is like I don't know why any part of it's attached. It wasn't like this was impossible to do, like where you could download parts of a game because uh, on that on the Xbox, anyways, Crackdown was two parts that you could download. Yeah, I just that that's I have yet to play it. I'm looking forward to playing it. I will play it at some point this week, but. Oh my god, that is ridiculous. We'll we'll talk about it when we get to the PS5, but this this cross generation stuff has caused problems across the board, especially on yeah, PS5. Yeah, I, I, I this week is, and I said to Laura this when I've started reading the stuff, and again we'll talk about it more in the news. But um, everyone took the piss out of Xbox with this smart delivery. Oh, of course, it's smart delivery. What have you given it a name for? Of course, that's how it's going to work. Turns out that that was a smart idea. Yeah, yeah, it definitely works better on Xbox, but um, not to jump ahead to PS5, I did run into issues with smart delivery. Really? And this is, so here's what happened. Uh, I booted up my Xbox and, you know, it accepts external drives, so I had a bunch of shit sitting on that drive. Um, I had Dirt 5 and I had Assassin's Creed Valhalla. Assassin's Creed Valhalla, as soon as I plugged in the Xbox Series X, it was like, oh, hey, there's a new version of Assassin's Creed. Let's download it. And by the way, I like that the Xbox pops up and says, hey, there's a new version. Also, you should probably move this to the internal drive because otherwise you're not going to be able to play it. So I like the functionality that it does. So Assassin's Creed Valhalla went off without a hitch. It installed, it moved over to the internal drive. We're good to go. Dirt 5, on the other hand, implements the um, Call of Duty method where there are like six different pieces to that game. So Dirt 5 pops up and it's like, hey, there's an upgrade. I'm like, cool. So I said, okay, download it. So it downloads. I boot the game and all of a sudden it's acting like I haven't installed it. I go back and I check the hard drive. Sure enough, there's you know 70 gigs or whatever on the hard drive. I'm like, it's downloaded. Why isn't it working? So what happened was my Xbox got confused and left the game on the external and installed it again on the internal. And it was booting the external, but it was trying to boot the Series X version of the game. So okay. it it didn't know. So I had to literally delete both versions, reboot my Xbox and re-download it from scratch directly to the internal Otherwise, it wouldn't. It just wasn't working. 
How weird. Okay, so they're both not perfect. There you go. Yeah, that's the only game I ran into that issue with. Though. Like, everything else worked fine. Um, I d- and I downloaded a ton of patches. I downloaded um, Maneater, uh, No Man's Sky. Um, there was a couple saw, of that were upgraded. What I saw was quite funny, is that um, not content with just um, being a very underperforming shite game, Marvel Avengers also pretends it's an Xbox Series X and S game. Because that has the icon on it on the on the um it has the icon on the uh the the tile even though it isn't yet. Mine doesn't, um, and I think that was a mix a mix up because they expected it to be there. Mortal Kombat 11 also has it, but its upgrade hasn't happened yet. Uh, but oh, it, wow. it's since been removed. Like if you re-download okay. the game, it's it's gone. So I just thought that was funny. I thought, oh, you cheeky little bastards. Yeah. Um, no. Avengers other, was supposed to be launch, so it was yes, and um, obviously is they've got bigger problems. Um, but yeah, and uh, what I will say is, uh, Auto HDR is really good. Auto HDR is, in, and again, we'll talk about this on the PS5 because the PS5 runs in HDR, and it doesn't shut off when a game doesn't support it. And some PS4 games kind of look like dog shit with HDR running. Mm. Um, for oh. example, like uh, King of Fighters, um, I downloaded that and it does not look good. Uh, Street Fighter V has some really weird color gamut issues because it's running in HDR, but it doesn't support it. So Why is that not? Because they haven't done auto HDR, obviously, because they would have been... They would have been... Um shouting that from the rooftops yeah. as Xbox has. So why is that happening then? That's very strange. Because everything on the PS5 runs in HDR from the dashboard to the every game that's on the system all support but HDR. Even if it doesn't support HDR, it runs HDR? Yes. So everything on the PS5 runs in HDR. It never turns it off unless you manually turn it off. That's going to be a problem then because again, that was one of the reasons why Xbox curated every game on that list is so they turned it off where it wouldn't work so games like um like we were sports speaking about last week uh, grand theft auto 4 and some other games were they it looks terrible so they didn't there's uh, actually yeah i've actually tested about 50 games so far and i think i found three or four that do not turn it on so and i and i understand why because it just doesn't work i will say and not to talk about this game on every fucking podcast ever, Overwatch and HDR looks goddamn amazing. I did chuckle when you sent that message to me. I thought, oh yeah. I, I had to do, I had to, I <laughs> promised game, to buy a new console. Is. Yeah, it was literally the first game yeah. I booted. Good boy. Literally. I'm, I'm, I'm not saying anything, Binding was mine. So it's yep. simple as that. I yeah. had to play it. And it was great. And it was in auto HDR. So. Yeah, auto awesome. HDR. I, I booted up Lords of Shadow. In auto ACR? Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I'll, I'll, I've got that on my hard drive. I'll have. It's one of those games that I really do want to play and finish, but um, maybe I'll, this will give me the oomph to do it in a, in a nice resolution and with auto HDR. But that's yeah. in, impressive stuff, that auto HDR. It's very, very clever. And, again, for uh, I think I tried... The other game I, I tried was Control. Um, because the map immediately loads. Yes, and it looks really, really good in auto HDR because it never had HDR support originally. This looks really good in it. So I'm just like, I know Anthony will, will be there with me, but like literally as soon as you hit the map button, it's there. 
every time. The issue, the issue was that, that it was just, it wasn't that it even loaded in. It just didn't exist. Oh, that's because it hadn't loaded in yet. Now, every time when you hit it, it's there. No, I'm telling you, I could have sat there forever. It wasn't coming in. Yeah, it, was well, a, it was a real issue. I'm sure they could have patched it. Now, there's a map, and it's instant. That's nice. You got to spend $500 to get the map instantly. Map, the map still sucks. Oh, absolutely, but it, like that is it's that there. is the first thing that I tested in control. Like I booted it up and I hit the map button. I'm like, oh, it's the map. No, what you should have done was run into a hallway where there's a bunch of guys and start tearing chunks out of the wall and see how see if you could get it to stop. Frame rate holds up. Right, frame rate holds up. That's, that's yep. the important yeah. part. Although I did use the frame rate to my advantage, I can't get hit if I'm in between frames. Oof. Yep. I every... love that game, but boy, did that chug a little bit. Seeing games that you know had issues holding frame rates, like it's it, it's so awesome to to see the game the, the console just keep up with it now. Beautiful. I'd also, Forza looks amazing. I've tried Forza Horizon with that update, and sixty yeah. frames four K is uh, again super sublime. And and the great thing is, it's not just that they've also added little enhancements from the uh, PC version, so extra detail to the effects and stuff, which you don't. You don't notice um, specifically, but it's nice that it's there. Yeah, I have to say that the Xbox Series X is a, is a monster of a machine. Um, the fact that I don't have time to check my phone anymore when I fast travel in a game, or uh, or when I boot up a game and I don't have to wait on it to load, like these cool. are the things are so but awesome. I'm with you on the 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 tweet you sent out earlier this week. It's going to take a very, very, very large amount of willpower not to order a expandable SD card for that thing. <laughs> I, bought, um, I, I, bought, I bought one. And there you go. I because um, as much as a, a gig isn't enough, it really isn't. Um, to be fair, to be fair, I fit twenty three games on my internal. What? Yeah, but were they? They were going to be a mixture of. Well, of course it's going to be a mixture. I'm not going to put 23, you know, open world RPGs on my... No, I mean... I don't need that many. Like 360 games? No, it's all X and S enhanced games. Oh, good. Okay, that's not I have 20... I have 23... Like, I'm only installing uh, enhanced games on my internal and Mm -hmm. my storage card. Also, some of these games are ridiculous. Like, NBA 2K21 is 103 gigs. Um, Ark Survival Evolved is 111 gigs, by the oh, way. I bet that thing looks like a lot of trash. Yeah, I was going to say, that's a lot of trash. I mean, it looks better because it's got enhancements. <laughs> yeah, but but... It, oh. looked, it looked like it potato. So but It couldn't look worse. I mean, no, that's yeah. not true. That's not true. It could. It could be the Switch, Switch version. <laughs> I, I will tell Once you that again, I don't play... My, my favorite video on the internet is still watching that piece of shit. On the Switch? Yeah, it's bad. Oh, yeah. I will tell you that NBA 2K21 is the best sweat ever. <laughs> Why, what is it with cars and sweat? Whenever there's a new generation, it's all about cars and sweat. NBA 2K21 looks yeah. absolutely fucking phenomenal. Like... And it loads. So I, I can't get past the loading, man. But, but when are the games going to... Like, when is NBA going to be fun to play? I By have that, fun I playing mean, NBA. Jam. Well, I, it's it's not, yeah, you, you need to pick a different fight, Anthony. 
<laughs> oh, I, realistic. Hey, it's this is me with all the sports games. Realistic ones, I'm out. I just like so it's other people's stuff. I, the the funny thing about NBA 2K is like I don't even like watching basketball, but I enjoy the hell out of playing NBA 2K. Hey, I'm sure they're great. I just I like arcadey ones only. I am dying to get the Madden update. I'm not playing that game again until it gets enhanced, and it's been, it's like the first week of December, and I can not. I'm I, I I John, I don't know about you. I am super happy with my Series X. Like everything downloads are faster. Yeah. Like a lot faster. Yeah, everything is it's just turned up uh, several notches. Um I mean again, the the familiarity is there. It's not like the PS5 where there are massive changes to the user interface. It's still the same, it's still an Xbox, it, yeah. It's still an Xbox, but it 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 just it's turned up to eleven. Um, and uh, again, um, obviously the fact that I've got a, a variable refresh rate on my TV, ultra on my TV, has benefited me from games like Assassin's Creed, which hopefully you'll yeah. get a patch for those that don't have that. But I have, it's it's been nice to try out some of these old games running at. Um, at 60 frames or 30 frames if they're locked, as they should be, like, say, control chugged. It's not 60 frames a second, but it's at least it's a stable 30. Um, and things like that. And it just kind of make, it shows that we were due the generation jump. And like some of these games that have come out in the last 12 months or so have really struggled to to, to perform uh, on, on the, uh, even on things like the, the, the PlayStation Pro and the, the X. Um, it's nice to have a console that can handle them and enhance the enjoyment. Yeah, absolutely. It, it You literally cannot go back once you play on these machines. Like, I couldn't fathom playing, you know, on those old machines now, just the, the, the sluggishness of them. Um, which we'll talk about for PlayStation, because Wombat and I have a PlayStation 5. Indeed. Oh man, I don't know about you. Um, talking about what John said, the PlayStation Five setup is identical to the Xbox One, where you just load the app and boom. Oh wow! Cool. Yep, and you're set up. Yeah, my PS Five yep. immediately was like, "Hey, this is Zero Tolerance's machine. Let me show you your library of games." Yep, and you can download them all straight to the machine if you want to do it that way individually. Or so I, what I'm doing because I'm keeping my PS Four Pro just for PlayStation VR. Yeah, and for my son to play on. So I'm copying. I'm taking my inter my external to um four terabyte hard drive that I have attached to my PlayStation Four, and I'm copying all of my stuff to it, and all of his stuff and the VR stuff to the actual internal system drive, and then I'll just use my external drive to play the PlayStation or to store the PlayStation Four games that I want to play on my uh, PlayStation Five. Yeah, think... and then I'll just have to move them back and forth. Um, which is fine for me because I only usually play right now is the exception because it's launch and because I have multiple games that I'm reviewing, but normally I only play one game at a time anyway. Um, so I don't really mind the, uh, the storage won't be as much an issue for me. I don't think this generation, um, as it is for most people. Cause like I said, I generally only play one game at a time anyway. Yeah, I think, um, 
So the PlayStation, uh, like I'm keeping all of the PS4 games. The PlayStation 5 literally does two things that I wish the Xbox did, and in fact the Xbox used to do. You can set it to where when you download a PS4 game, it automatically downloads to the external instead of the internal. Yeah, which is great. That That is like the best thing ever. And then it also has the game defaults where you can set difficulty and, and inverted thumbsticks and subtitles. and. So great. And, you know, I so I'm, I won't talk about it too much now because we're just talking about the console. But um, I uh, hadn't set in my game defaults um, the favor resolution or favor performance. Uh, I figured I would let that sort of play game by game. Um, and I kind of wish I had because I booted up Godfall and I'm like, man, this doesn't look as good as I expected it to look. <laughs> and it took me about a half hour to realize that it was, it defaulted to performance mode. Um, yeah. So once I flipped it, obviously it looked a lot better, but it is really cool. And for me, the big one is the fact that I can set it up to automatically have subtitles um, yes. because I, I have subtitles on all the time on every game that I play. And it's frustrating for me sometimes because I'll, um, you know, you start a game and if it's a game that boots straight into the intro, they don't always have subtitles. Um, and so I'm, I'm stuck watching this, the intro without subtitles. And also unlike um, other options, you don't know where the subtitles fucking are. They could be in display or audio. Right. Take a pick. Yeah. So I, I think that's a, a very cool, um, very cool addition. Uh, I mean, the, the thing that I have been most impressed with with the system so far is, to Ken's point, the freaking speed of it is just, it's Produce unreal. Life. Are you playing Miles? Like, I am playing Miles, yes. I've heard that's incredibly impressive for, for, for its low times. <laughs> It's yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's very impressive. Not just for its load times, but like the visual effects in that game. Um, so it's 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 not a spoiler because uh, it happens very very early in the game. But uh, and it's I mean it's his one of his powers. But Miles has a sort of bioelectric shock power, um, and it looks really cool. Um, like Let visual effects attached to it are really cool. Are you playing in performance or fidelity on Miles? Fidel- fidelity. Yeah, because the ray tracing is fucking amazing. Yeah, to zip to the side of a building and have the city reflected in the windows behind you. Um, oh. That So the game on PlayStation 4 already did. So I judge my um, my open world games by how well they do Dawn and Dusk. Um, and that game already did Dawn and Dusk pretty well. Um, but like just the, the, the way the sunlight comes in and the way it reflects off the buildings and the way the, the buildings reflect the street below is, it's super cool. Yeah. Ray tracing is so damn cool. I'd, I'd be interested to see the comparison between Miles, PS4 and PS5. Yeah, I'm well, sure, you know I'm what? sure somebody will do that. Yeah, so I I have seen this as a, mentioned as a negative, but I actually um, I think it's I, I actually like the fact that it does this. You can um, so like for Assassin's Creed, um, I have 
the PlayStation 4 version. Uh, and when I put it in my PlayStation 5, it gives you the option to download the PlayStation 5 version for free. Um, and so I download the PlayStation 5 version, and you have to have the P- PS4 disc in because it's a physical version. So you have to have the, the PS4 disc in. But on the actual icon, if you hit start, it will allow you to switch which version you want to play. Um, not that I know why I'd ever want to play the PS4 version. <laughs> yeah, um, really. But it that the fact that that exists and allows me to make sure that I'm in because I downloaded the, the the five version and I'm like, yeah, but how do I know it's actually the five version? Yeah. Um, so to be able to check that was was pretty cool. I think part of the reason why it's there is because um, certain games that have VR in the PS4 version. Yeah, you would have only to play have the P- PS4 version. version. So yeah. I think it's less of like a we're doing this for ease of use, and it's more of a we did this for ease of programming. Yeah, yeah. But but hey, if it, it like honestly, that's I don't find that annoying in the slightest. You know, like let's let, let, uh, seems yeah. counterproductive to complain about that if people are like that. Just seems like a weird thing. I have what games if, that you want to install on my Xbox, and it's like, are you sure you want to install? We have to install it to the external. Yes. Like, I've already yeah. given you permission a million times to just do it. Um, to talk about... So, well, let's talk about the UI. Um, having everything baked into the UI is exactly what the PlayStation needed. Yeah, the UI is much, much, much better. Um, and again, it's, I mean, incredibly snappy. Um, it moves really fast and I mean, the store, God, the store is, it just, it's almost instantaneous. I think, uh, so as somebody who has a very large library of PlayStation games, um, there's literally like the, you know, in the PS4, you've got your library and that thing was a fucking travesty. Let's just be fair. Um, now, when you go to your library in the PS5, there are four tabs at the top. There are um, your recent games, your your collection, PlayStation Plus and PlayStation Now. And everything in each tab loads within like a millisecond. And you can literally just hold, you know how like you hold the button to scroll to the bottom of the list? It will yep. load as soon as you stop scrolling. It's just yep. instant. Yep. Nice. And what I like about the PS Plus and the PlayStation Now stuff being there is you can literally go into those sections and all of the games that are available are just right there. So like the PlayStation Plus collection, you tab over to PlayStation Plus, boom, there's all of those games. Those are like 15 or 20 games or something there. And yep. you can literally just grab them add them to your library and download them. And holy shit, the PlayStation store downloads so fast. Yeah. So much faster for sure. But yeah, yeah, like the, the, the UI on the PS five will take you a little while to get used to where things are, but it is so fast that as long as you know where, what you're looking for is, you can get there in like a heartbeat. Yeah, for sure. Amazing. It's amazing. Yeah, I, I, you know, obviously the games look better, but I, the the snappiness of it is by far the most impressive thing about this generation. Yeah, so I will, they finally. I, 
Oh, no, go ahead. What were you going to ask? Okay, so they finally dropped the cross-media bar. I know it's similar, but it's not the same thing anymore, right? Yeah, it's it's Thank God. It's similar. It grow it goes across sideways like the yeah. cross-media bar, but it's not it's not really the same. Okay, cuz I found out even that they were using that in TVs at one point. Yep. They were and using it's like, holy shit. Yeah. It was never good. So I'm glad they finally moved away from it. Anyway, sorry to yeah, Take away from well, what you're about to say. Okay. I was I was just gonna say there's a couple of like little bugs and issues that I've run into, and, I, and I'm sure this stuff will get fixed eventually. But if you're downloading a game to like the external drive, like I had this happen on a couple games. Um, I was downloading God of War and Bloodborne and a couple other things, and I just let my PS5 go to sleep. Well. I have all the options turned on that it doesn't shut off the external storage or it doesn't shut off anything when it goes to sleep. When I came back and booted up my system, like God of War didn't finish downloading and I couldn't reset the download. I had to, I had to delete it and re-download it again. Um, so that's a bug I ran into. Another bug I ran into was, you know how they have those little cards that you can jump into a challenge? So I, I tried one of those in Miles Morales, which was a traversal challenge. So when you load those cards, it does not load your save game. FYI. Oh, really? Yeah. So I have the game set to like a different difficulty than the default. And I have it set to fidelity mode. And in my options, I have it set to performance mode because normally I'm going to pick performance mode. Um, Yep. When I loaded that quick card, it did not load my difficulty and it did not load. Um, Perform it loaded performance mode instead of fidelity, which is what I have on my save. And I noticed when I finished the challenge and exited out of the game, when I went back into the game, that challenge was not completed. So I would have had to have made a save over top Weird. of my other. Yeah, it's it seems like it's buggy because it's it's just th- but it, literally it's instant. Like I picked the challenge and Miles was literally standing on a rooftop ready to do the challenge. Yeah, it goes really fast. <laughs> yeah, but it did not actually load my save, which I was like, that's kind of weird. Yeah, that almost seems to defeat the purpose. Yeah, like, why would I do that if I'm not actually doing it on my save? So, right. I don't know. That's just Those are just little weird things. Also, a tip, if you want one, if you're on the main UI, if you hit triangle, it'll take you up to the settings buttons. Oh, that's cool. I didn't know that. Yeah. Yeah, so like instead of having to like cursor your way up there, you can just hit the triangle button and you're up in that top right corner. Huh. So. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm super impressed with the PS5. It's yeah, wow. and the con- the controller is great. Um, oh my god. Like, uh, <laughs> um, it um, the the dynamic triggers are really cool, uh, and they're used for some really cool stuff. Um, I, I love the sort of heft of the controller. Um, it really doesn't feel like a toy. It feels no, like, a, yeah, it, it feels like a fucking controller, man. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's comfortable. Um, I love the, the sort of glassy look of the buttons. Um, I'm a, I'm a huge fan of the controller. I, I love it a lot. And yeah. I, uh, I, I also, the, the sort of the haptic feedback. Uh, rumble is ridiculously good too yeah i was uh, it was one of those things where my wife and my son were both in the room and i had astro loaded up and i was like all right y'all need to walk through the snow <laughs> yeah 
Like you, li- you have to walk through the snow. And my son picked up. He's like, oh my God, I can feel existence. No. <laughs> yeah. That's uh, Jacob when he was playing Astro. He's like, is the is the trigger supposed to be fighting me like that, or is it broken? I'm like, no, yeah. it's supposed to be fighting you like that. Yeah. That the stuff like I normally hate, um, sound coming out of my controller or like funky rumble, but. They have nailed this. The only thing I still... Don't make me blow in a goddamn controller. Yeah, yeah, I agree with that. I'm not a fan uh, of that. Nintendo does that all the time, too. Yeah, that that's uh, just some dumb shit that I'm spitting on my controller. Especially in the age of COVID. Don't make me spit on my controller. Yeah, agreed. Um, Our Astro Bot will be the only one that does it. I love... Oh, it's yeah. something, something that it's super subtle, and I didn't notice it until, honestly, I was playing with the sound off. Um, but once you notice that it's there, it, it, it's a pretty cool addition to the experience. When you're playing Miles Morales, every time you shoot your web, uh, the little flip sound comes out of the controller. Uh, yeah. and so I, I, you know, it just sounds like a, you know, it just sounds like they did a good job with the sound effect when you're playing with the sound on. But when you're playing with the sound off, you realize it sounds like they did a good job with the sound effect because it's like a, um, it's like 3D audio basically. It's coming, uh, the sound for the the web shooters coming out of your controller. Um, um, has anyone tried the 3D audio stuff, or do you need their specific headphones to do that? I don't have headphones or anything that would support it, so I have not tried it yet. It's on my list of things to try with, um, I have a Turtle Beach 700 and I need to connect that to the PS5 and, and check it out. But I've been, I just want to say that I got my first platinum trophy this weekend. <laughs> my first platinum trophy was Ghost of Tsushima. And what was yours, Ken? Astro's Playroom. <laughs> I want to say oh, wow. that it, that is being a PlayStation fan. Astro's Playroom is the biggest fucking love letter you will ever play in your entire every single every single um accessory and console is in Astro's Playroom and they're the collectibles and when you get them there are these little easter eggs that you can do to like turn them all like when you when you punch the PS2's power button the the boot up sound plays yeah i mean and there are so many little Easter eggs in, in every single area. Like, there's this literally this giant trophy room that you can walk around in and interact with all of the PlayStation stuff. Like, when you hit the multi-tap, four little Astrobots pick it up. Yeah, you know what's funny about that? I saw multiple people on Twitter posting pictures of the multi-tap and saying, what is this thing? Yeah, because they have no idea you'd used to have. <laughs> well, there's yeah. also... There's also... They- you're probably right, but there's also like third party stuff that doesn't look like that at all. Sure, but they still didn't know that it was a four controller. Like seeing right. people react to the memory cards is also funny because it's like okay, well now I just some feel people old. some people did don't even know that controllers used to have wires. I will tell you that playing through Astrobot, they have pretty much put an Easter egg for every game you could ever think of. There's a Castlevania one. There's a Death Stranding one. There's a fucking yeah. There's an I ape like the escape. Death Stranding one. one. The Death Stranding one's hilarious because the dude is like walking through some mud carrying the, the, the stuff, and it's just like there's a Tekken one, there's a Devil May Cry one. I saw the uh, Jumping Flash one. Oh, the Jumping Flash! Very is huge. happy. 
Yes. He's, he's but huge. Make another jumping flash. You have a VR headset. Dude, I don't want to spoil the ending, but the ending of Astrobot is a nod to the PlayStation 1. Like, straight up a huge nod to the PS1. I looked it up after I asked someone if it was, uh, was it Polygon Head or Mr. Polygon or whatever the fuck it was called. I was like, I don't need to see him again. I'm going to tell you this right now, and this may be a controversial statement. Astrobot is free. It's a pack-in. It will always be free. It's probably going to be in my top ten games of the year. That's fine. It's well, how's, so, that how's that controversial? They, they have landed. They have landed accidentally. I feel like uh, not. Obviously, the second one's not accidental after the success of the first one, but they have landed on a PlayStation mascot mm-hmm. uh, with Astrobot. A hundred percent. Team Asobi is one of the best. Oh my god, the the level where you got to fucking do the platforming on the CRT TVs. <laughs> Come on, man, that's too good. Oh, that game, that game made me smile. It, it won't take. It's about three to four hours to to one hundred percent that game. Yeah. But it's so good. It's the best thing I've played this week. Like, and it's crazy to even say that. I love it. I love that game. Yeah. <sighs> I'm very impressed. Um, very impressed with my my PlayStation Five purchase, and I will, very glad. I will say it's a fucking monster, though. Uh, it is, and yeah, that's a when I, when I first unpacked it and hooked it up. Uh, my son was actually uh, on our TV in the living room, and so I hooked it up so I could get it set up and everything on the TV in the bedroom, which is also it's it's basically the same TV, but it's a 65 inch Samsung. And um, uh, my wife was like, "It is half the size of the television." Jesus, <laughs> like, yeah, you have to get your door removed to get it through there. <laughs> yeah, almost. <laughs> um, it is a it is a, a big dude. But if it means it runs uh, uh, as quiet as it does and as cool as it does, I'm completely fine with that. Yeah, I've got both of them vertical, and it's just insane how large that thing is. I'm I'm trying to send a picture to myself now so I can put it in the chat to show you them standing side by side. But like when I put the X, because I had the Xbox first, when I put it up, I was like, man, that thing, it's it's a honking beast. Um, and then I opened up the PlayStation and set it next to it. I was like, wow, the Xbox Series X is kind of (laughs) small. Yeah, I will say though, it, um, the the PlayStation is very quiet. Uh, much, much quieter than my PlayStation 4 Pro. Yeah, there's no, there's no sound coming out at all. I'm going to put this picture in, but it, I mean, this picture is way too high res. You're going to see all my dust. We'll judge you on your dust, Ken, because yeah, none they, of us have they, any they, dust in our house. There they are, standing next to each other. Look yeah, at that fucking... Is, that is a beast. Yeah. Good. God almighty, that thing is huge. But they're both super quiet, and I want to tell you this right now. I was um, I was checking them, like, the first couple days, checking the heat coming off of them. The Xbox definitely pushes out a lot of heat out of that top port. Um... But the box, yeah, the box itself stays like super cold. Now, 
the PlayStation 5, I ran for a while last night. And when I stuck my hand behind it to check the um, the vents in the back, it was blowing cold air out. Mm, wow. That thing is super quiet and super, super well, cool. Well, they said that's why they made it as big as they made it. Because um, yeah. they wanted it to, to be, you know, very, run very cool. Um, so... It definitely runs cool. Like oh, both of them. They're both smaller than PCs anyway, so it's not to worry about. Yeah, sure. Yeah, like literally the the in in my setup, I have my monster PC, and then a subwoofer, and then the Series X, and then the PS5 standing next to each other. It's like a tower of power, baby. So tower of power. You mentioned it, and I had to go through mine quickly to see what platinum trophies I had. And I'm surprised. I'm, I'm assuming you played Stories on Xbox, Ken. I played it on PS5 or PS4 originally, but I didn't go back right. and do all the paths. So. I I I platinum. This is in order, by the way. Stories, then Headlander, Watch Dogs 2, Gravity Rush Remastered, World to the West, Black Mirror. Don't play that game; it's terrible. Final Fantasy 15, and then Spyro the Dragon. Remastered. Yep, uh, like I think 90% of what you just said, I played on Xbox. Yeah. I had to have guessed because I'm like, so, all, most of those were easy to do except for Final Fantasy 15, which was oof, rough. Yeah, my, my only two Platinums are Ghost of Tsushima and uh, Job Simulator. And I didn't even get the Job Simulator when that was my son. Did you boot up Ghost of Tsushima on the PS5? I have not yet. No, I, oh. like I said, I started last <laughs> night. Uh, I started last night um, copying everything and it takes a while. Um, yeah, it does. So I started getting everything on the external last night. I got to finish doing that today, and then I'll I'm gonna boot up some of those a little later. I I want to, especially since I've got two games to review right now. I want to um, put some time into those before I start. You, you you've actually up got some three. older stuff. Yes, yeah, I meant <laughs> on the PlayStation Five. The fact that Wildbat has three reviews means everybody else has got like ridiculous. I don't even want to count how many <laughs> games I have to review right now. Yeah. Um, I have to say, like, every game I've played on the PS5, I like minus one. I'm going to tell you a game I don't like, and it's going to be very controversial. I think Bug Snacks is kind of garbage. Do you? I'm sorry. I, I don't find it fun. I thought it was okay. Jake, Jacob played it for probably two and a half or three hours the other night. He really liked it. Yeah, I um, just, I, I can't get into it. I'm, I'm try, I tried. It's free, so it's not like I spent any money on it. And I'm terrible because I'm sitting over here wanting to buy Pathless because I think that's the only game that I don't have yet that's a that's not a multiplat that is only on the PS5 kind of thing. And I keep not buying it, and I'm like, I should probably wait because as soon as I buy it, like it'll go on sale or something next week or something. Yeah, I, I mean, I can I can t- I can talk about Pathless already, right? Yeah, because it's out. Yeah, yeah, I mean, um, it was a launch game. It's 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 fun and it's super neat it's got a super neat concept um like i told you the other day the only thing the only concern i have at this point and i'm probably i don't know two hours into it is its sustainability like whether it can stay fun for its full length or whether it's going to sort of burn itself out um but it's neat it's a you know it's kind of like a mix for anybody who hasn't seen it yet it's kind of a mix between Man, I don't even know how to describe it. It's got, it's like, it's a, it's a puzzle. It's got some puzzles in it, but it's also kind of a runner. Um, 
it's got a really aggressive stamina bar. And so you've got to run through the levels when you're in sort of an open part of the level, you have to run through, but you have to constantly be shooting these targets with your bow and arrow um, to increase your stamina back up. Um, it's pretty cool. I, I don't, it's hard for me to say it would be worth $40 right now though. Yeah. $40 is, is, is hard for me. Like I've liked everything giant squid has put out, but they've always been games that are like, you know, four to five hours. And I never felt like their games were $40 games. I always felt like they were 20 to $30 games. And I feel like I should just be smart because it's not like I don't have something else to play. Yeah. I have a yeah, billion I, things I, to play. I, I don't think it would instantly be anyone's favorite game on the system. I did buy Demon Souls, and I probably shouldn't have. But yeah. man, I, that's that's the one that tempts me. But I've got other stuff to finish first. I, I will, will own it, but I will got say other stuff that to finish first. It's fucking beautiful. Oh I yeah, I played it for two hours and did nothing. Like I. I I haven't played Demon Souls since it came out way back when. Are there not like bonfires in that game? Uh, no, not not like Dark Souls. No. So what, how do you like? Like, do you just have to beat everything in one sitting? Uh, no. There are there are um. Because I played for like two you... hours, and then like I was, I I literally got to the point where I was just like frustrated and I just died. Yeah, there are parts where you can save. I mean, it's been. God, it's been 11 years or however long it's been since I played that game. So I can't remember, but there are, there are definitely parts where you can like save your progress and stuff. Yeah. I just felt like I, like I kept playing and kept playing. Like eventually I was like, man, I gotta go to the bathroom. And I was like, well, you can't pu- you can't pause demon souls. Right. So I'm like, what am I supposed to do? Like, do I go back to the, like, how do I get back to the next? Like, what am I? And, and I know I'm such a, I'm, I'm a nub. I know it. I, I don't play these games. But like I literally went through that whole opening section and came back around to the front, and I'm like, "What am I supposed to do?" Yeah, there's a way to do it, but honestly, I can't remember. Like I said, it's been so long since I played that one, I can't remember. There are people screaming at their podcast apps right now. Um, oh, I'm sure. I'm sure. I don't know. I I've, I've always liked the aesthetic of those games. I've just never been able to play them because, like, it's, it was literally the problem we talk about where. I wanted to take a break and come back to it and I can't. And that's one of the things it's like, I get it. Like you guys want this like stigma that you play this game, but like, I want to play this game. The game doesn't want me to play it because all I want to do, if you just put an auto save or like a save anywhere button in that game, I'd be fine with everything else in that game. But like I'm an hour and a half to two hours into this level I'm like, dude, I need to use the bathroom. I want to take a break. Like, what do I do? Do I just die and say, fuck it, I wasted two hours? Like, that's frustrating. Like, I want to play the game. I don't know. Y'all can yell at me or whatever. (laughs) I just... It's frustrating to see it. It's frustrating to see a game... That you're like, I want to play you, but you clearly don't want me to play you because you want to punish me for not sitting here for three, four, five hours straight to make an inkling of progress. At least in like, you know, Dark Souls and and Bloodborne, like there are places where you can kind of stop, you know, save your game and come back to it later. 
Yeah, again, that definitely exists, but I can't remember. It's been so long that I can't I remember. Sh- how I probably it works. should just like looked at one of the videos, like the the Idiot's Guide to Dark Souls Beginner or Demon Souls. Sorry, Demon Souls Beginner. Yeah, don't look at the Idiot's Guide to Dark Souls, or you'll screw up. I mean, I assume all Dark Souls videos like that people put up are just either them talking so over my head I can't understand, or them just making fun of me because I don't understand. Like I assume that's the the, the Souls videos. Boy, that Miles Morales sure is a good fucking video game. Yeah, it sure is a good fucking video game. <laughs> I still can't get used to the new Peter. Um, yeah, he is a little weird looking. It's, yeah, and it, it, I don't know. There's a whole lot about it that bothers me. I've talked about it on the show before, but um, the, um, I, I don't fact. like, um, yeah, no, sorry, go ahead. Because, because Drew and I, we've been talking about it of your Phoenix now. Um, <laughs> It's funny, the main male character in um, uh, uh, Sunset Overdrive is Yuri Lowenthal. Yeah. Oh, okay. The game is made by Insomniac. Insomniac and like yeah. a lot of the other cast members in Sunset Overdrive are in Spider-Man. Um, one of the female characters, like one of the NPCs, she's the one that voices Mary Jane. So it's like all the oh, cast from from Sunset Overdrive is just the same cast that's in Spider-Man. I mean, it yeah. makes sense. They, a lot of those games all use the same. Yeah, isn't well, that Troy Baker? If you've got... With whom? Um, uh, the 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 dude that runs the corporation in Miles Morales. It sounds like him. I don't know if it's him or not. Uh, it feels like it has to be him, right? Yeah. The uh, I, I I just I don't know my my thing, and I mentioned it before the. So Spider-Man as a whole, not just the video game, but Spider-Man, the character, is as much about Peter Parker as it is about Spider-Man. And one of the best things that Insomniac did in the first game was capture that. Um, And so they did such a good job of humanizing Peter Parker. Um, And their capture work, um, I thought, was actually pretty good. Um, Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, not to spoil anything, but especially near the at the end of the game, uh, there's some really emotional scenes. And I thought their capture work did a really good job of of um, conveying it. And so for the, the guy to not only be a completely different actor, but look so much younger um, is what really throws me off. I mean, that their new Peter Parker looks like he could be the same age as Miles. Um, yeah, and he's, I mean, he's supposed to have been Spider-Man for eight years at this right. point. He's, the um, thing is, he's supposed to be out of college. Right. And, and he looks yeah, he, like he, a he, high school student. Yeah, he looks, he looks way too young. Um, so I did get the remastered version. Um, so I, I do eventually want to play through it again, and I may change my mind about the character after I play through the game again, but, um, I just felt like, the they did such a good job with the Peter Parker side of that first game um, that it's it's a shame for them yes. to have to make that change. And quite honestly, you know, I don't. I know they said it's a technical reason. I don't buy um, it. But yeah, I don't buy it either. I it's it's um, seems to me too coincidental that it's a technical reason. But also, um, the guy they pick just so happens to look. Um, just like the guy that plays Spider-Man in the movies. 
Yeah. Um, and and it doesn't look any more like Yuri Lowenthal than the old actor did. <laughs> um, so, I mean, whatever. I'm not going to question their integrity, but at the same time, it is it is a disconnect for me. Um, can I bring up something weird? Because I watched a side by side comparison. Um, like they went and did weird changes. Like uh, in one of the sequences that I saw of a comparison between the remastered Spider-Man and the original, like things like why does the picture frame change color? Like, I know that sounds like a weird thing to to focus on, but it was like, there was stuff that was just changed for the sake of changing it. And I'm like, this is so weird. Like this whole thing just is very odd to me. Like what happened to like, yeah, it, you know, it, I'm like, this is more than just like a remaster. This is so bizarre. Like no one's going to notice that unless you have them side by side. Sure. Like obviously the Peter one is a very big change. But I was just like, so why did you have to go and redo everything? Like, this is very fiddly George Lucas type stuff. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. It's, it's don't bizarre. Know. And, um, yeah. And a I mean, mine... the other thing is at the end of the day, so again, I get it. It's a new generation and they want everything to be, to be rock solid. And I'm not a developer. I'm not a, a rigger. I'm not an animator. So I don't know. But the, the, <laughs> certainly, uh, Every character doesn't have to look like their voice actor. Otherwise, every character in every game would look like Troy Baker or Nolan North. Yeah. Um, so it's just, I don't know. It's, um, I, I don't like it. It's but, also odd that, that like, and this is something that's kind of outside of just this game. Uh, another a friend of mine like is really big into Spider-Man in general. And he said, it's this weird thing that they have to ride the line between Peter Parker being the mentor and like superhero who's been a long time, but they also want him to be that high school student, Peter Parker. And that doesn't work. Yeah, but they don't, they don't really do that in the, in the Spider-Man game. Like he's, he's very clearly the mentor um, established and well, towards the end of the game, he's the mentor, but but, I mean, he's, he's not not a high school student. Yeah, they don't they don't portray him that way at all, really. In but the it, first but, game, they put they 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 make a point to talk about the fact that you know, unlike when he was in high school or in school, he's actually you know starting to get to the point where he can actually make enough money to survive. Um, and like that, they, they make a point to talk about how. Um, uh, Harry Osborne has is off at college and um like they they, they kind of uh or went off to college I should say but they they like make a point to to tell you to communicate specifically this is not you know I, junior Spider-Man like this I, is I phrased that wrong I should say that his point was that they also they they want him to be able to advance as a character into the mentor role right for other superheroes, but that he also has to look young. For some reason, they will never let Peter Parker age that far, even yeah. unless it's in like side stuff, like Enter the Spider Verse, uh, into the Spider Verse, I should say. Like he's allowed to be older because it's not the Peter Parker you think you know, and like they let him age in a very good six part series, um, uh, Spider Man Life Story. 
that's a very good set of comics, but it's it's not Spider-Man. Like, it's not going to be the key figure, you know what I mean, like, of Spider-Man. It's very odd, and it's like, I feel like that's one of, part of the reason why they changed him. I mean, it also looks like Tom Holland, but they want him to look young. And I, yeah. it's like, it doesn't work all the time. I, you know, I liked the fact that he looked older, but, I mean, whatever. Hey, I don't think, maybe you won't notice if this is the first time you go through Spider-Man. You know, maybe I it'll... really don't think you will. I, I, I think that the, the disconnect is going to be for people like me or people yeah. like the people who Us. played it on PlayStation 4 to completion. Um, but, you know, in, in general, it's not it's not the end of the world. It's just one of those things that that bothers me. So since we've spent this much time on that side of Spider-Man, let me agree with Ken that Miles Morales is fantastic. Um <laughs> the the game is fantastic and the character is fantastic and they um they have nailed um the perfect aesthetic for Miles um and you know Miles is in the spot where you would have expected Peter to be 8 years ago where he's a brand new superhero he's just learning how to control his powers he's just learning what powers he has and he makes mistakes um and they they don't sort of um they 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 um they embrace that uh in the game and you know you've still got the balance which i think is key to any spider-man story between miles's life outside of spider being spider-man and what he feels is his responsibility um and the game itself plays fantastic and looks amazing yep Uh, as a fan quick question for you would you be cool with if say that they make well they're going to but like in the next spider-man game would you care if they focused more on miles say this gets better reception or whatever would that bother you totally be fine staying with miles as a character i would be completely fine staying with miles because i like him a lot but the the problem is the story that they've already built in the first game no spoilers um it pretty much eliminates that as a possibility for the next game. Um, the, the, there's too many personal connections to Peter um, connected to where they're clearly going in the story for the next one. I do think that you will see um, uh, more playable sections as Miles in the next one. And I do think that if this game is successful... Um, you'll see, you may see a, a split series where they do miles centric games where Peter also happens to, to have a role and Peter centric games where miles also happens to have a role. And one more question, cause I don't have it, um, but it's available on PS4 and I may end up picking it up. Um, does he play differently? Yes, for okay. sure. He yeah. even, um, so he even, and this is really cool. Um, and it, it, it's why I have uh, uh, quite a bit of respect for the game because they could have just reskinned the original Spider-Man um, and called it a day, but they didn't. Miles swings different. Um, he like, and by that I mean the swinging process is the same, but his animations are completely different. He looks sort of wild and out of control like he doesn't quite have a handle on it yet um but he also has more sort of style in the swing um and uh he walks different um and his combat is 
Um, you know, it's, it plays the same as the original Spider-Man, but the moves look different. And the addition of, in the game, they call it um, uh, Venom Strike or Venom Power. Um, and it's not, just before anybody gets upset about spoilers, it's not Venom like Venom. Um, yeah, it's, it's like just, a Venom like a spider bite. Yeah. like just something that's what, in the comics. Right. That's what they call his bioelectricity um, uh, power, is his Venom power. And um, it it adds, you know, so the anybody who played the original knows that Peter has gadgets that can you can use as like electric punches. Um, it's kind of like that, but it it you have to build up a meter and then you can use it for um, different things. But it, it stuns uh, enemies as well. So it yeah he he definitely plays different than Peter does. Good. All right. Okay. I'm gonna have to look into that. We're going to move on. This is not a Spider-Man yeah, history podcast. Yeah, I know. We've been talking about Spider-Man a long time. <laughs> God damn Spider-Man. It's good, though. Um, Not to discredit it, but the last game, uh, Sackboy, it's pretty good. I will say is that. It, is it like Little Big Planet? No. It is a straight-up, uh, I would more akin put it to like Super Mario 3D World. Like oh, you, there's actually going... like more of a 3D aspect to it. It's not just a 2D side-scroller to the 3D. It's full 3D, yeah. Yeah. Ew, fuck. Well, I wrote this off thinking it was just another side scroller. It's just they removed like level creation. Nope, nope. It's a it's a straight up platformer, and it's it's pretty good. Um, looks really good. It's got some of the little big planet charm where you can get different outfits and stuff, and I like it. I'm I'm. It's one of those games I go back to when I'm in between, you know, playing Spider Man or 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 when well, now I'm Astrobot's finished. So I'll probably put some more time into Sackboy. So. I'm enjoying it. Um, what's that? I say glad to hear that. Yeah, I'm, I'm kind of looking forward to that one. Yeah, it's it's good. Have they fixed the jumping? It feels better. <laughs> um, it's it definitely doesn't feel as weighty and, and kind of funky. Worse. Yeah, it, it couldn't I, possibly feel worse than the fucking little big planet jumping. Yeah, no, I I I'm enjoying this quite a bit. Um, like I said, there's only one game. Out of the PS5 launch games that I did not enjoy, and that was Fox uh, Snakes. Didn't care. So, Ken, did you did you play um, Godfall? I pl- oh yeah, I forgot I played that. So there was two games you didn't like because there's no way you didn't remember and liked it. <laughs> so Godfall plays fine, but I find it really repetitive and just not that interesting. Kind of yeah. the way I felt about it when I watched videos of it. Yeah, so I'm I'm uh, um, I'm reviewing uh, Godfall, and uh, it's <laughs> Ken's take on it is similar to my take. I think I'm probably enjoying it more than you did, um, but it's it's very much a um, it's it's definitely repetitive. Um, it's um it reminds me kind of a mix between um it wants to be destiny um i have trouble connecting it to destiny cuz it's different in some ways and and very similar in a lot of ways 
Uh, it's a melee game, tons of loot. You can switch back and forth between the weapons you would expect. Hammers, long swords, great swords, dual blades, uh, spears. Um, you can dynamically switch between weapons when you're in the middle of battle. Um, it, um, you know, you've got these instanced maps that you jump into from a hub, just like you would from destiny. Um, and the, uh, you can, you have objectives within each area that you try to accomplish and there are, you know, bonus objectives and secret objectives that you can only see if you have your spirit vision turned on. Um, it's a, you know, it's a third person hack and slash, um, but it plays like, it plays like a first person shooter. It does. Yeah. Um, and it's got, you know, it's got your, you know, damage, uh, what do you call it? Damage, uh, counters and, um, you know, your, your, your bad guys have health bars over their heads and, um, it's, um, I don't know. It's, it's, I would, I would describe it as the, it's a quintessential, um, it's the, it's the definition of a launch title in that it looks really pretty. Um, and it, you know, it takes advantage of the cool stuff that the hardware allows it to do. You know, the load times are super fast and it, um, it looks really pretty and, um, it's got, you know, cool particle effects and the reflections look good and all that stuff. Um, but at the same time, it's, um, nobody's going to be thinking about this game in four months. Um, well, not only that, but it's even harder to swallow considering it's $70. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and it's, um, you know, again, it's, I, I, I enjoy it, but I enjoy this type of game. Um, I, I, I don't mind repetitive hack and slash games. Um, and it, it's got, it does have a ton of loot, genuinely has a ton of loot. Now, not all of it's stuff you really care about, but I mean, if you're the type of person that likes to get new weapons, you're going to get new weapons every couple minutes in this game. Um, the, the armor system is a little weird. Um, you don't really have like armor pieces like you would normally in a looter game. Um, you have what they call valor plates, which, Really, it, it's more like a new character than armor, because um, it completely changes your entire armor makeup. Some of them look um, uh, really cool, and some of them look kind of lame. Um, generally speaking, based on looking at the the armors, and, and I don't have most of them unlocked yet, obviously, but um, it, it looks like generally... So they they each each armor valor plate has like um, certain resources that you have to use to unlock it, and you find different resources in each like world. Um, and then they they have like different uh, special powers that 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 each armor uh, set of armor has. Um, generally speaking, it looks like there's kind of a male version and female version of. Um, armors with the same powers um it, i mean it's it's just i don't know it's different i i don't know if i like it or not i don't really know that i do i think i would have liked it better if um there were like armor pieces 
Um, but it's clear that they had sort of designs for armor in their head that um, they wanted the characters to be more uh, whole rather than you sort of putting together what your guy looks like piecemeal based on what kind of armor you've picked up so far. It's probably an aesthetic choice as much as anything else. Um, but you know, it's, it's not, it's, it's, it's a perfectly middle of the road launch game. How, yeah. how, about, how about this in Canada? It's eighty nine ninety nine before tax. Don't you ever pay eighty nine ninety nine for God. Hold on, Ken. Yeah. Hold on, Ken. It's a hundred and one dollars after tax. Yeah, no, yeah. no, don't ever. And that's pay just for the that's just for the regular version. If I want the deluxe or ascended version, I'm paying more than that before tax. One hundred and twenty or one hundred and thirty dollars before tax. No. Yeah, no. I it, <laughs> unless you are a. Um, I mean, I, I could see this game having some appeal for people who really, really, really like third person action games. And who also really, really like sort of the games as a service destiny. It's hard for me to even call it games as a service because that none of that stuff is really here, at least yet. You can't even play multiplayer. You do, you do have to connect to the internet to play it. It yeah. does that like right from the beginning. Yeah. And you can play it multiplayer. I have not played it multiplayer yet. Um I it's it, it it's probably a game if you like third person action games that you could pick up on sale um at some point post launch and and maybe have a fun time with it or if you have three other friends who really like third person action games um and you want to play it with your friends maybe but um like i said it it serves its purpose as a launch title and that's a really about the best thing i can say about it i bet it's a playstation plus game within a couple months Probably so. Yep. Probably so. All right. We've talked a lot about new consoles. I'm not going to go through the anything else because we're already way deep into this. Um, but I have to say I'm impressed with both consoles. I think uh, both launches were pretty good. We're seeing the normal issues crop up, but um, that's to be expected with new technology. A lot of it seems to be around the disk drives, which makes me feel even more comfortable than I've had a digital PS5. Or people blowing vape into their Xbox Series X. Yeah, you know, if you're going to blow your vape smoke into your Xbox Series <laughs> X, you go right ahead. You're an idiot. You'd be, <laughs> you be stupid. Um, Alright, let's move on. Um, while last week was the, the blowing of the biggest load of fall games, uh, there are some things coming out this week. And now, now with new consoles out, we have to go through both both sides. So Buckle this up. week we, what's that? Buckle up. Yeah. This week we've got bubble, bubble Four friends. The Baron is back. Uh, five dates, Fortnite, the last laugh bundle, Mars horizon, uh, mortal Kombat 11 ultimate, which will have, uh, upgrades for PS five and series X new super lucky's tale. Finally making its way over to PlayStation four, uh, professor Rubik's brain fitness, the Serious Sam Collection, Who Wants to Be a Millionaire, Bridge Constructor, The Walking Dead, Poker Club, uh, Katamari Damacy Reroll, PlayStation 5, pretty much the same stuff. Uh, nothing new there. Xbox, same stuff. Nothing new there. Like I said, um, 
pretty much got uh, blown out this week. Now let's take a look at the Switch. Because everybody forgot about the Switch because there's new consoles out. Um, a lot of the same stuff. We've also got Art School, Azure Break Heroes, Brawl Chess, Cake Bash, Capes Escape Game, Eldrador Creatures, Fantasy Friends. Man, there's a lot of crap. Uh, the big game, though, this week probably is Hyrule Warriors Age of Calamity. It's out on Friday. So, if you're tired of your new consoles by then, you can you can play some Hyrule Warriors. All right, let's talk about news. What's funny is we didn't even talk about Call of Duty. I did play the new Call of Duty Cold War. Yeah, yeah. well, we did. We talked about Modern Warfare. <laughs> yeah, but that's not that's not no. the new one. There's a new Call of Duty. In, in you know... The fluff of uh, new consoles, we forgot there was a new Call of Duty that also came out last week. And um... Well, I've just been reading um, for the first time um, since Call of Duty 4, uh, in the UK at least, um, Call of Duty didn't debut at number one. It debuted at number two behind Assassin's Creed. Interesting. I have to say from what I've played of um, Black Ops Cold War, I think the campaign's pretty good. Oh, it's got a campaign this time. Yeah, I had one last time. Modern Warfare no, had not, Bla- not Black Ops, it didn't. Well, no, no, no not Black you, Ops. You, I thought you were talking like just Call of Duty in general. No, no. <laughs> yeah, Call no, Duty... Black Ops Four had a campaign integrated with the multiplayer horseshit. Yeah, no, the last Black Ops was a bad, was bad. I'll just say that. But the the campaign in this one's really good. Like I'm I'm enjoying it so far. I like the characters. Um, I like the setting. The, the like crazy early '80s motif. That's that's neat stuff. I also got to fly a helicopter in like the second mission, so that was pretty cool. Uh, also, it looks really good and runs really good on a Series X. Holy shit! Yeah, there's um, I, get, uh, I don't know whether you'll broach it in news, but there's um, there's a story that broke that the Series X version, the multiplayer, is 120 frames per second, but the PlayStation 5 version is 60. So yeah. people are a bit up in arms about that because um, obviously it's crossplay. Yeah, I think that's I think that's a bad. Mm. Um, yeah, I don't I don't look. like it. Well, it's bad luck anyway if you're running 120 and only some people on your platform can run it at 120 anyway. Yes, and bad. that's what struck me with odd about the gears of war thing because obviously that's 120 on multiplayer and. Um, I mean, I again, I don't know much about multiplayer and the 120 hertz thing, but um, if what you said about Overwatch and the the slight advantage you had with the new controller is anything to go by, having 120 hertz is also a bit of a boon. So, yeah, it's also um, bad luck uh, when you are doing uh, exclusive deals with the competition, yet it runs better on. Yeah. The other yeah. fucking that's product. also funny because that is uh, disgusting what they're doing on the PlayStation. That is absolutely ridiculous. Yep. Um, most of the news is stuff. Uh, I mean, John already talked about the vaping into the that's Xbox, ridiculous. which is ridiculous. Um, oh God. I've heard both PS5 and Xbox Series S disc drives making some real loud buzzing noises from some people. You're always going to have these technical issues i think with the first wave of consoles and especially the amount that they're going to sell in the first in the first few weeks on launch that you're gonna not everything's perfect oh absolutely um 
I didn't mention it because I'm not going to cover it until afterwards, but you remember that 13 game? Oh, oh are you oh, covering the same thing I'm about to bring up? Yeah, <laughs> so... That, I'm so upset. That game came out, I booted it up, I think I got a code for it like the day Series X launched, I didn't have my Series X yet, so I played this. And it definitely, it definitely has some issues. Like it doesn't feel good when you play it. Like the frame rate feels off. The there's some like tearing and stuff. Like it just, it feels bad. Oh, it's got buggy bugs, like nothing. Yeah, else. yeah. And then apparently the team that made it came out and apologized and said they're going to fix it. So no, I've no, no, kind no, no, of no. not just the team, the publisher. Yeah. So I'm, I'm. I'm going to hold off my cover. Here's another funny story. This is inside baseball stuff, but we got the email about the fixes. I think it was Friday and the PR guy forgot to BCC. Uh, That's happened before. (laughs) Yeah. So I was getting a bunch of replies um, from other sites and I'm like, I don't want to hear what you guys are doing. Like, um, Finally, somebody said, "Stop hitting reply all, dumbass." <laughs> <laughs> um, I was where... very disappointed about hearing that, and I'm glad I haven't picked it up, and I'm glad I didn't because I was almost tempted. Because I was almost very tempted to go to you and say, "Look, um, I'll take this one," but I'm glad I didn't because I think I'd be very upset. I suggest watching um, G Man Lives did a pretty good coverage of it because he reviewed the original um a while back and like on youtube g-man lives did a review of the 13 remake and it is embarrassing and he tells you why like it loses all of its character as well um well, yeah, i mean the art style they've they've that's what made that game stand out so much was not just like the how like the vision not just like the the, the comic book style of it, but the actual art style, they changed that. They yeah. it completely went, and it's like, you you literally, what's the point? What but are you the doing? Audio's diff- the audio's the original audio, and it's like, it, you can tell. <laughs> it's I'm just and, a shame that I want to just read, I just want to read this, this embarrassing part of the uh, apology. It says, <clears throat> in its present state, 13 does not meet our quality standards and we fully understand players' frustrations. Then why did you release it? Release it? Yeah. Horse shit. It was good enough and we hope people won't complain. And then you pushed it out the door. Um, and then they're like, well, you know, the pandemic, pivoting to home, uh, it changed the QA process. You Then you then you push back. You, yeah. Like If you understand that this is an issue, you don't sell the game. Uh- what we don't see is things like we don't know how much pressure the publisher was under to get them, or they put the publisher put on them to get this out. The no, door, I'm not blaming the dev staff. Let me make it clear: that is not who I'm blaming here. I'm blaming the publisher oh, okay. for clearly wanting to push this out because it's their decision, not the devs. Yeah, um, I doubt the license holder for the 13 comic book. Right? Uh, it might not be called 13, but it's like a Belgian comic book or something like that is pushing to get it remade. Like, it's it's just horseshit that, like, the devs get hate for this, which, I mean, to be fair, it is partially their fault, but, like, it's clearly the reason it released was uh, microids. Yeah, it's embarrassing. Yes, I had a laugh. <laughs> All right. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and skip the rest. Of, a lot of the news is a lot of the same stuff. 
Um, and I've got some cool stuff in email. Don't otherwise. vape. Don't, Don't vape, vape into your, your machines. That shouldn't be said, but you know what? Do it. Do it. Vape. Put moisture in your consoles, you stupid, stupid idiots. Yeah, if you do it, you deserve it. When, in, in a month's time when it stops work, and you deserve that. All right. Uh, Drew forwarded me this email to read on the show that somebody sent to him. And it was it, it, it was a it was a a bright light in you know the dark times of 2020. Mm-hmm. It comes from a man named Jeff. He says, "I don't know if this is fit for sharing on Phoenix Down or M4G Radio, but I just wanted to tell you that I'm truly grateful for what you guys do. I started listening to N4G and Phoenix Down around four years ago, and I never miss an episode of either show. As a married man with two daughters, I don't get to see my friends very often, and most of them no longer play video games." After discovering your podcast, I just began to feel like you guys were friends, even though I've never and probably will never meet any of you. It's so refreshing to hear unbiased discussion of video games and pop culture. When I listen to you guys talk, it warms my heart because it's just obvious that you guys love each other and love doing what you do. Games media have gotten more and more pretentious, it seems. Most video game podcasts seem to have a certain slant, and you can see and hear it from a mile away. I'm just a guy that loves video games. I think video games as an art form are just as much and maybe even more so valid and important. I've never been to another country, but I've seen Australia when I played Forza Horizon 3. I've never seen a whale in real life, but I have an Abzu. I've never been a professional basketball player, but I have been in NBA 2K. I've never been to another planet, but I have in Mass Effect. I've never saved the world, but I have in Metal Gear Solid. And I've never been an outlaw with a heart of gold, but I have in Red Dead Redemption 2. I guess my point is that video games are wonderful because they allow us to experience things we may never get to in real life. And that's pretty damn cool. I listen to you guys and I hear your friendship, humor, and pure joy in playing video games and discussing them. I hope you guys know that you have made my life better and more enjoyable, and I hope you fellas never stop doing what you're doing. I guess I'll close this out with listing my five favorite games of all time. Godspeed. Number five, Silent Hill 2. Number two, Legend of Zelda Ocarina of Time. Number three, Witcher 3. Number two, Mass Effect. Number one, Red Dead Redemption 2. Thanks uh, from Jeff. P.S. I realize this is long, so if it's not read on the show, I just want to say thank you and encourage you to keep up the good work. Join Phoenix Down for playing Ocarina of Time. It's one of your favorite games, so you'll have good input. I know you're going to listen anyway. So make sure to send Drew an email <laughs> in like February when they get around to it. Okay, thanks. Bye. Wow. Okay. I think that's quite sweet what he said, but um, he's got the running end of sick. I all think I think you're all dicks. That's true. We only love each other off the air. Yeah. Oh, God damn. And that's the truth. Antonio shoots us an email. He says, "Sup, fellas? By the time you read this, FedEx will probably have delivered my Series X today, which I had absolutely no intention of getting until 2021. I randomly saw Wario 64 drop an all-access link for GameStop a little after midnight on the 10th. The tweet was less than a minute old, so I figured, why not? I still can't get over how ridiculously big the PS5 is. I've only it's had large. a few. Hic- it is a large one. I've only had a few hiccups, such as having to reconnect the controller once and restarting the console after the initial setup. I remo- remember Drew saying that he thought these consoles were coming in extremely hot, and I agree. The most head-scratching thing I've noticed is how the console will automatically download the PS4 version of a cross-gen game. I found out when I downloaded Spider-Man, and less than a minute into the opening cutscene, I noticed it was 30 frames a second. I actually had to search for the remastered version, but the console <laughs> didn't even download. 
Um, I also noticed it downloaded both versions of No Man's Sky. As a person who has had all the PlayStation consoles minus the Vita, Astro is a stunning love letter to the platform. Going from playing Days Gone on PS4 Slim to PS5 is astounding. I haven't dived much into Miles and Legion, but I'm really enjoying what I've played so far, especially with Miles. One last note, I will not be putting these consoles into rest mode while the game is suspended, and I will turn them completely off when I'm done with them for the day. It's the complete opposite of what I did these past few years. These new consoles clearly still have concerning bugs to be worked out. I'm even scared to plug my PS4's external hard drive into the PS5, and I'll probably avoid doing the same with Series X. I just want to minimize the risk of getting them bricked. Well, it's good to hear everybody's getting their consoles. I know some people's got delayed. Yeah. Amazon in the UK were a little bit iffy with some of them, apparently. Yeah, I saw the Series X stuff got really bad. Um, I got mine a day late. but Jace still doesn't have his. <laughs> yeah, the Target... I think this would be a sign to never buy anything from Target, like, pre-order-wise. Because I think Target fucked up every single one. Oh, all right. Also, uh, a couple. We didn't mention it, but I want to say that, like, I didn't know the grip until, like, recently. Uh, the grip on the PlayStation 4 controller is made of, like, the symbols. Mm-hmm. Yep. That's yep. intense. Neat. All right, some tweets, then we'll get out of here. Um, David tweets in, the PS5 is awesome. It's huge. It's fast. That's what she said. Playing Miles Morales is super fun. Looks great. That Astro game really shows off the controller. My son's face was priceless when he got his hands on it. NBA 2K looks absolutely fantastic. Gaming is great. Amen. Damn right. Sean says, I couldn't pre-order any system or get one on launch. Losing hours of your life trying to buy through websites is getting old. The whole system needs to change from the ground up. If it takes me a month to get my order, so be it. Just take my money and be done with it. Thoughts? Mm. I agree, really. It's well, you it's a hard one because he's right. Like websites breaking and all of that stuff and and you know, having to wait for people like Wario to send out links or these have got these back in stock quick and he's that's that is wrong and yes, in some sense there should be a look, here's my money. When you've got one in, I'm on the queue send it to me well, what, it, what it should do because i don't want them to take the money beforehand um i mean amazon has a generally sort of right idea but what it should do is if you are in queue and you're trying to buy and it fails it should have your email anyways and then it should send you an email when they get restocked it should pick like the first couple of people to try to access it um, you know, keep the number low so you're not disappointing a bunch of people, but like send them an email. Do you still want this? We just got some in stock because you have to go through all the process before you get to the purchase point. Anyways, you've entered your email and there's no reason why they can't send it to send you an email saying, Hey, we have this back in stock. There's zero reason. Yeah. But they won't it's upgrade not, their servers yeah, anyways. It, they, the sites wouldn't go down. They won't update their servers. That's the issue. Yep, it's uh, it was a mess, and let's be fair, they probably won't update it because this only this only is an issue every you know five to six years. So, uh, Peter writes in and says, "Carto looks nice on my new Xbox." 
What is the smallest game or least resource-heavy game you've been playing on your new console? Binding. It's pathless for me. I checked out The Tourist, which is like less than a gig. Oh yeah, that's um, that's had an S and X upgrade as well, hasn't it? It has, and I'll be I'll be fair. I played through most of it on the One X. I, I don't see a huge difference. I tell you, a game I did see a huge difference on though is Ori and the uh, Will of the Wisps. Uh, 6K download or downsample to 4K. Whew. Wow! It looks like a goddamn Disney cartoon. Nice. Looks so good. Uh, Mookie says a puzzle quest. <laughs> He says, you guys want to do some game night day while chatting with guys on Discord? Uh, I'm afraid that uh, I, at least, would be very boring to play games with (laughs) on a game night. (laughs) Yeah. I only play one game online, and don't nobody want to play that with me. Well, and it's, I don't know, it's uh, our game nights, uh, the the whole game night idea, I think, just kind of gets... Um, crushed by the fact that um, at least some of us, not all of us, have kids and have other stuff going on. Just makes it tough to find a night when everybody's available to play stuff. Yeah, I think it took Drew and I like a week and a half to finish Little Hope, and it was only like four to five hours. Shouldn't take a week and a half. Yeah, shouldn't take a week and a half to finish, you know, four to five hour game. Yeah. Uh, Dustin writes in. It says, "Good vibes going out to Ken. I know he picked up Demon Souls, and those bosses get my heart pumping. But nothing like landing me in the hospital." Jokes aside, glad to hear you're doing good. Yeah, it was a fun Friday night. Ah, <laughs> <sighs> well, I appreciate that. Uh, he says, "Finish up Astrobot, Spider-Man on the PS5. Both outstanding games. Both will make my top ten. Controller is sick. I really hope developers take advantage of it next gen or this gen. Uh, PS5 has its growing pains though, from discs not wanting to install unless you restart the system to updates not appearing in downloads. I ended up playing AstroBot pre-update, and the four areas were broken only into only two stages. My games came, so I popped in a disc, start installing. PS5 did not like that. It hard locked, and I had to unplug just to restart it. Uh, Astrobot updated and I had to start all over and then they added a bunch of stuff with the bots in the environment, which is the best part. I'm just glad it didn't break the system. Uh, Demon Souls is amazing and I played just like I remember. Bluepoint does a fantastic job with their remasters. Played up through the first boss without dying, so I still got it. Ha ha. Uh, Sackboy only played the first level, but I already think it'll be a fun, easy co-op game to play with the kids or wife. It plays a lot better than Little Big Planet. And picked up Godfall and I'm enjoying it. It seemed pretty basic right away, but they add in different mechanics and combos right away, and the skill tree lets you build your character how you want. Plenty of loot, but not as aggressive as Borderlands, which has too much. Uh, one thing I've noticed about the PS5 is I have the disc version, and once in a while you can hear that disc drive take off. I don't know if it's just my system, but that is loud as hell. I hope it doesn't no, yeah, it's, me. it's not just your system. Okay, so the disc drive is loud in all the PS5s, huh? Uh, occasionally loud, like okay. uh, uh, it. There are times when I it it doesn't make any noise at all, but there are times when it is pretty loud. Uh, and then he says, uh, "Also, Bug Snacks is a weird game." 
It is weird. I will give it that. Uh, Mr. Fantastico says, those load time comparisons I heard for months were completely fake. I've seen tons of games load faster on Xbox than PS5. Um, let's just agree that they both load really damn fast, and you're probably not going to notice it unless you got a stopwatch. Yes, that's the thing. We're talking differences in the milliseconds here, so. Yeah, Sony talked about that hard drive being so much different, and let's be fair, it's probably going to be fairly similar regardless. Yeah. It's an MVME. It's fast as fuck. Just enjoy that. <laughs> That's all the tweets I have. Um, so that is it. If you want to tweet at us, that M4G podcast, if you want to tweet at us individually, Ryan is at WombatRP. John is at JohnWUK. And you can follow the site at ZTGD Content. Check out Phoenix Down. Latest episode of Sunset Overdrive is live. Anthony, how many more of those you got? Fuck if I know we're done when we're done. Okay. Uh, at, the... at least at least one, but I'm gonna guess two. Okay. Cool. Yeah. You just doing the main game, not the DLC? I have a feeling we're only playing the main game. I might continue the DLC on my own time, but yeah, I, Drew hasn't said anything about the DLC, so just gonna take a wild assumption seeing them. I love that the first pack is literally called DLC, as in yeah. S E A. I thought that was clever. Takes place on him. Like, yeah, cool. Anyway, that's it for the show. Uh, unless anybody has anything else, you can email us podcasts at ztgd.com and also listen to us on YouTube, Spotify, iTunes, wherever your podcast feed is is happening. Get it there. Unless we have anything else, we're gonna get out of here. Nothing All from right. my end. Peace, Berchers. Alrighty, and it goes something like this. Welcome to the N4G Podcast. This is going to be a very interesting episode. Greetings, programs. I got lost trying to find my way to the secret underground N4G radio lair. The Play games, not consoles. No bad boys allowed. And then I, and then I killed the dragon. Then I killed the dragon.